Hello, welcome to, uh, what do we call this thing, uh, late afternoon dilly dilly or holiday happy hour. Happy hour, dude. Yeah, happy hour. Happy hour. Buddy Martin here, Brendan Martin there. Happy holidays. Hope you had a great Christmas holiday. And now we got great ball games coming up this weekend. By the way, the last time I looked. A&M and Wake Forest are going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. So that'll be concluding while we're on it. Brendan, how you doing? Happy good, how are you? Hey, good, so good. Uh, while we're opening this bottle of wine, we decided to do our roll call early. So go ahead. Shout out to where you're watching from. Put it in the chat. We're going to open up some wine. Let everyone get on board. Dilly dilly to you guys and everybody and all that good stuff. We have lots of things to talk about. So come on board. Give all us right. A so we'll take a moment here. Let me have a glass of wine. What are we drinking today? That's oh, yeah. my good stuff. You got the good stuff out. Yeah, the Pinot Sterling. Wow. Pinot Noir. Decided to grab that from Good myself. stuff. All right. So, anyway. Very good. Yeah, we'll Hope you folks are doing well. We've got lots of news to tell you about. Why don't you pour the wine? Pull up your chat and then. Yeah, well, I'm going to do this before first. Before you do your news first. First and first thing, I'm gonna, before we tell the big news, I'm going to thank a couple of people. Well, right before now. you do that, let's let everyone find us for a second and do a couple shares. We're good. No, we'll do a couple shares first. All right, we need to take over and produce and tell one of the Yeah, I will. Just hold on. Just let's have a little wine first. Don't hey, worry like, about and me. Don't worry about like and share, everybody, please. Get the show out there. Let the other people see us. Like, share, show. I'll make this up. Uh, let us know if you can hear us, if the audio is okay, all that. Uh, so, okay. And then we'll do this. Um, and we'll do this. All right, can I do this while you're doing that? Yeah, one second. Go ahead. Yeah, I just want to thank some people. You know, we have a day job. We're off this week of the radio show. If you tried to get us, we apologize that you couldn't. Uh, we just sort of took a little R&R. And, &R, and uh, these people make it possible for us to do have a day job on a radio show. There were several, but these two are special. And I wanted to hold up one of the Brendan's cards and say thank you to these people who've been longtime supporters of ours and make it possible for us to do this show Sort of, you know, on the on the cuff, as they say. Thanks, first of all, to my friend who've been long-time supporters of ours. There we go. Makes it possible for us to do this show. Oh, I'm hearing myself now, Brendan. Um, all right. Uh, we've got some new things today. You have to be patient with us because uh, right now we're trying new things. We have a new Bluetooth speaker. We're doing a different system here with our um, uh, with our phone versus our camera. And so they're going to have a few glitches. But I want to say thank you to Daniel L. Hightower, Dan Hightower, as he says, lawyer fighting for action and victim justice. Since 1976, big Gator fan, longtime friend, supporter of this show. He has been really generous and thoughtful, and I want to personally thank him for being my friend and for supporting us in this show, making it possible to do this show, Dilly Dilly. And one more person, also longtime friend and sponsor, uh, actually one of these guys, his son played for the Gators, Joey Sorrentino, his dad Joe, um, and uh, Mary Brantley, and the folks over at Renstar Medical Research in Ocala do some great work. So uh, I want to say thank you to Renstar, a longtime sponsor and friend. Thank you so much for your support. And to my son, Brendan. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Had to let this. Uh... Open up a little bit. Hmm. So, a little rum over there. Well, let's try it out. This is a good stuff. Sterling. Yes. Hey, Happy New Year. Now, I'll call friends if you would like. All right. So we got new technology. We got mics ordered, by the way. So there'll be some microphones and you can hear us better. 
and uh, doing things a little bit differently in the new year. Uh, help us out by liking and sharing and doing all that stuff and getting the word out there. Uh, that would help us out quite a, quite a bit. Just so you know, I heard myself talking. Today. I know, because I have your Bluetooth connected yeah. to there. Okay. But I was trying to check the audio. Okay. And in the which case, so you can shut that chat down. Let's pull up, while you call friends, we can pull up the chat room over here so you can take your questions. All right. Sound like oh. a plan. <clears throat> and then uh, we Brands can... is in a hurry. And my okay. granddaughter, Stella, the producer, come junior on, producer is there. Hi, Stella. How are you? You can come in and say Hi. She's oh, gonna yes. be. A, she's daddy's producer now. Executive producer. She she says, we're the talkers and she's the producer, right, Stella? That's right. Yeah. Good girl. All right. I'm gonna call France because he's in a big hurry. He's working out. I'm so proud of France. He's lost like 40 pounds. He's got his blood sugar under control. He's done it by working out. Let's get France on the porn right now. You have to he's turn off your audio there, by the way. Uh, on here. Okay. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's, let's, where am I going to hear him in? This phone or that one? Bluetooth. This phone. one. You'll hear him through the Bluetooth speaker. Oh, there. Okay. All right, we're hearing him from everywhere. Oh, yeah. Okay, you want iPhone or a speaker? You want speaker? Speak, uh, I, we want the speaker. That's what we got. Yep. So you're going to hear Francis Beard here momentarily. Yep. And here's your uh, chat room. Hello. Dilly dilly to you, Francis Beard. Well, dilly dilly to you, right? An end of year dilly dilly. Yes, sir. Uh, friends, I know you're in a hurry to go work out. Congratulations, by the way, on all your success with your health. We were talking about earlier today, and you really done a great job of losing weight, working out, and getting your blood sugar under control, and that's awesome. So keep it going, brother. Good job, friends. If I can do it, anybody else can do it. Yeah. You've done a great job at it, and I know you got an appointment, but I want to start out by saying today that we have a little bit of news. Uh, I just read this moment, moment ago. Apparently, uh, there's a new quarterback commit, but not for 2018. It's 2019. Uh, and the kid's name is uh, Taluya Tagovailo. I don't know if I said yeah, it right. His brother is the, his brother is the backup QB for my uh, Alabama. Alabama. Right. The name we couldn't say earlier. Who I think will be the starting quarterback next year at Alabama. Hmm. Well, anyway, Alabaster, Alabama is where he's from, so that's a great name. Um, Taluya, that's T-A-U-L-I, Talia, Tago Velu. Oh, I hope that's right. But anyway, Florida. Tago Tago Okay, Tago Thank you for that very much. Appreciate it. So, a couple of things are going on as our friends are joining us here online now for this late afternoon, dilly-dilly, holiday, happy hour, whatever you want to call it, we do our thing and... Uh, France is kind enough to give us some good information. Had a good talk today, France, talking about that. Uh, where do you want to start? We got some information on Matt Canada trying to get it, uh, trying to keep his job, he says, in, in LSU. And we got some information on the, uh, 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 Brett Viemas, uh, buyout terms. Uh, and then I've talked to uh, Clay Rector, the father of Wyatt Rector, what's going on there with that situation. But you suggested something today earlier. You want to make a couple of bold picks, as a matter of fact. Yes, indeed. Uh, I, I, let, let's go with let, let's go straight to the playoffs, and we'll start with that. And I think the SEC goes 0-4-2. Wow. I, I, I like I like I like Clemson big over Alabama. And I think Oklahoma, uh, I think if Oklahoma gets off to a decent start, then 
then it will be downhill, and it will not be fun for for the Georgia Bulldogs. Georgia has to have a lead and has to play out front because they cannot they cannot match touchdowns with with uh, Oklahoma and Baker Mayfield. And I no. just think you know ba- I see Baker Mayfield do too well for too long, and I, I do not think Georgia got is capable of stopping. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, you said that earlier today. You're sticking by it, and uh, you think Clemson's going to eat Alabama up too, huh? I uh, I believe Clemson figured it out last year that that Jalen Hurts can't throw the football, and he and, and he's proven it this year. They're going to just look at what Auburn did. They're going to take a little bit of what they did last year, then look at what Auburn did. This year, and I think it's going to be a combination of this. You've got to remember something. This is a team that sacked the Auburn quarterback Jarrett Stidham eleven times yeah. in one ball game. They they get after it. They get after it better than anybody I've seen all year at really, really getting after the at really getting after the the quarterback. And right. I think that. I, I believe very very strongly that they that they will that they will be able to do that, and I don't think that there's anything at all that Alabama is going to be able to do about it. Alabama had trouble blocking the Auburn defensive line. The Auburn defensive line is good. The Clemson defensive line is better. All right, I'm going to go Alabama on you there, just so you know. Uh, and uh, I, I'm, I'm rooting for an All SEC final. But I think Oklahoma's going to beat Georgia. Although, strangely enough, uh, the situation, Baker Mayfield was supposed to be in uh, in Anaheim today for a Disneyland uh, tri- team trip. The Rose Bowl team is not there. The second function he's missed. Now, reportedly, he practiced Wednesday and he's okay. But oddly enough, he's opted out here for whatever reason. So, I don't know if he's injured. I think, rehab. He's, had, I think, he's, put, I think he's had the flu. And I think they're just trying to keep him out of crowds and everything, so to keep him from having a probably a, a, probably a smart thing, yeah. All right, so I want to get I want to get to some recruiting stuff, friends, Beard, if I may. Our our friends are logging on here to find out what's new. Um, I had a conversation first of all with uh, Clay Rector, the father of Wyatt Rector, the Leesburg quarterback, the six four, two hundred and twenty five pound kid who throws the ball well. Some people say it reminds him a little bit of Tim Tebow. Dare I say that? That's what they're saying. He is not a five-star or a four. He's a three. But his numbers are really impressive. The video I've seen, he looks good to me. And you and I talked about him today, about what you think is going to happen. Because the whole synchronization of, of recruiting has been changed rhythm by the early signing. And now there's going to be the second wave. It's almost like a second round first round and regrouping. We know this has been a dead period. And now uh, we're back to the, to the on February 7th. Give me your scenario and tell our listeners what you think is going to happen with a player like Rector. And not necessarily just him, but how it's changed in terms of recruiting uh, with the second round coming up. Well, here's what's happened is, is of your dual threat quarterbacks, the first 13 of them are already committed. Have already signed. Okay. The, the then you have then you have one that's holding out, out holding out, and then you got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Then the next then, then the next 
He is the second highest ranked non-signed dual threat quarterback out there. I guarantee you Wyatt Rector's recruiting is about to heat up and he's going to be able to thank early signing day for it because people who have not gotten a quarterback or who've got to get a second quarterback in the class, he now becomes a priority. And those offers that he has from Western Michigan, a place like that, those are nice, nice, and those are, those are good coaches, good programs, et cetera, like that. But believe me when I tell you, it's going to heat up for Wyatt Rector in a very, very big way. Yeah, okay. We'll see how that works out. Uh, let's talk about staff members, any new coaches. <clears throat> you know, I'm going to update you on Percy Harvin right now. We have a, one members of the kingdom here that we, uh, who's been very diligent in his reporting. He's been saying the whole time that Percy Harvin is involved in some way. Well, you and I have deduced, deduced deducted, what you want to say, that there really isn't a way, a pathway for Percy to be a coach um, at this point in time. He can't be a graduate assistant because he hasn't graduated. Uh, whether he'd be a full-time member of the staff, what would he do? Um, so the next thing was suggested to me was he would be an assistant uh, strength and conditioning coach. Um, again, though, uh, he, he didn't have a degree. He doesn't have to have a degree, but he didn't have a degree. But like, ladies from our source says he's learned, and he's been right so far, that Percy will be a volunteer in strength and conditioning, unpaid. So that's apparently, again, I'm not saying this. I'm telling you what one of our sources said. He's been right so far. He says Percy will be uh, part of the program as an assistant coach. Now, we still don't know what's going to happen. Apparently, he and Billy Gonzalez have kissed and made up. Uh, they had their differences along the way, which is a good thing to know. So, I mean, can you add anything or take away anything from that, French group? Well, he has not graduated from the University of Florida yet, and, and that's why Ahmad Black worked as a student assistant this year, and Ahmad Black will get his degree in May, and I think Ahmad Black will end up being a defensive GA next year. Uh, you know, he and Mullen, he and, Mullen and Gonzalez and Hesse, uh, Gonzalez and Hevesy were very, very heavily involved in recruiting Ahmad Black and all those kids from Lakeland. So, uh, you know, Ahmad's going to end up being, I believe, a GA after he graduates. And I think this is what you will see with Percy, is he'll end up being like a volunteer, a student assistant. He's paying his own way, everything like that. But he'll be a student assistant while he finishes up his degree. They have a rule at the University of Florida. You can't have an assistant coach, whether it is in your strength and conditioning class or for your football coaches or basketball or baseball or any of them. All of these guys have to have a college degree. And Percy doesn't have one yet. He'll get his degree. And, and that's a good thing. I'm glad to see him back. No matter what he does, I'm glad he's back in school and going to get his degree. Yeah. Okay. Uh, one more thing, and I'm going to shift to some news on some new apparel. If you've not been on, log on there and see it. Uh, that's Brenda's hand you see in front of my face. It's okay. We're working on that. Sorry. Right. Uh, and and, and we, we got new apparel to announce in just a moment. But, France, the other thing I want to get your take on is LSU's coaching situation. They thought they had their offense fixed. They hired Matt Canada, remember? It's all going to be different. Yes, sir. It wasn't that different. And the news today is that they're implying that LSU Joe Oliva – um, and the gang 
um, want to get rid of him. Uh, that uh, Orgeron basically has indicated through his just comments that uh, he was going to go a different direction. Now, there's a buyout involved. I won't get into that. I'm so sick of these buyouts. He, this one is like, he gets $3 million if he doesn't go anywhere within 150 miles. I mean, so ridiculous. He, they spend more time on buyouts than they do on contracts, the head coach. It's gotten out of hand. Anyway, so Canada is kind of now, supposedly, in the article I read today on 247, was he said, it was implied he applied for a job. He said, he never, you don't apply for jobs, they call you. Apparently, he was called about it. Um, and he says he wants to stay. He thinks the offense at LSU has untapped potential. He would like very much to uh, be a part of that. Well, anyway, uh, he says, I, I have the greatest job in America. I say it all the time. I call plays. I coach football. We have great players and great kids. I feel really good about that. So if they're going to try to get rid of him, he's going to make it hard on them. What is there about LSU that can't ever seem to sell on an offensive coordinator? Well, I think they had settled on one, and I think that Matt Canada's, Matt Canada's aggressive trying to find, to get another job had a lot to do with with the fact they they said, hey, if you don't want to be here, fine. We don't want you here. And I think that had everything to do with it. And he really, really he's the guy that really went after that Louisiana Lafayette job. And quite frankly, I don't think he was ever that serious a candidate, but he tried to make himself one. That is one thing for certain. He did his darndest to, to make himself a candidate. And I think the way he went about it, I think he has everything to do with it. Uh, they want somebody that wants to be at LSU. Dave Aranda, for example, signed uh, signed his deal to, to stay uh, on another two years, he signed an extension, and I think they were looking at the, for the same thing out of Canada, and he did. Now that being said, I don't know for sure that he won't be back. I think that they still they've still got some room to kiss and make up, but it wouldn't be it it wouldn't shock me at all if he is gone. Yeah. All right, friends. Brendan's here with some news about some new gear, and this is pretty exciting. We got to get your size because it's happening. Finally, after all this, and he's worked on this harder today than he's been working on his job. Should I say that? Well, I'm not. I'm, oh, I'm, I'm on vacation. Oh, okay, well, thank you. Working for you. Oh, well, okay. Okay. I paid better. <laughs> right, right. Um, now, no big deal. Got some t-shirts finally. Go to the Buddy Martin Show page at the front. You can see uh, we just posted a place where you can download. Uh, not download. You can't download a t-shirt yet. <clears throat> One day. But you... Uh, where you can go get a t-shirt, uh, long sleeve hoodie, all sorts of stuff. Uh, check it out. Uh, if we order in like eight days, we get enough orders. Uh, it'll go through and you'll get them somewhere close to the end of the month. So. We have to get Francis changed size now. <coughs> um, Francis, uh, I want to, want to say thank you to the first two people I saw. They order on Gator Nation Daily News, but France sometimes his articles often appear on there. Uh, thanks to our, our friends there um, for... for um, to, um, uh, to making it possible, uh, I know that uh, Monty uh, was one uh, was one who ordered it, and I think Sissy was the other. So thank you very much for doing that. So you can put on, you can log on. You don't have to order from us. Just log on to this thing, click on the link, right? And yeah, you just go to the Buddy Martin Show page. You'll see the link on there. Check it out. Super easy. Don't have yeah. to make it complicated. Yeah. I wanted to say more importantly, Happy New Year's to Franz Beard. Because, uh, you know, towards the end of the year, we started this whole thing, and uh, Franz has been there all the way. So, Franz, 
Happy New Year to you. You got any big exciting uh, plans for New Year's Eve this year? No, it's going to be uh, it's going to be calm for me. My sister does a concert at, at uh, Bay Street Baptist Church in Eustis every year. This will be her twenty seventh year she's done it with all of the uh, uh, offerings and everything that are taken up go to the Lottie Moon Foreign Mission uh, uh, Foreign Mission Board uh, offering, and and that's just a great thing. And and so. I'll be there. I'm taking my parents down, and, and we'll go We'll go be there, and it'll be a quiet New Year's Eve. And I need a quiet New Year's Eve because New Year's Day is going to be something special, I think, with yeah. those two playoff games. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited for those two playoff games. I think, I, like I said, I'm going to go I, I am not, I'm going to go against the SEC in both cases. No. Um, I, I just I, I just believe that, that Alabama, the injuries in the middle – of Mac, of, of Dylan Mack, and of um, of uh, Sean Dion Hamilton, I think that is going to be too much of a of an obstacle for for them to overcome against the Clemson offense. And I think that Clemson defense is going to eat the Alabama offensive line alive. I think Jalen Hurts will run for his life. And I'll make a prediction out of this: because of what happens in this ball game. Tua Tagovailoa. Oh, I can't say it again. Yeah, you said you're talking about it. Tagovailoa. Key square. Tags. He is going to. He will end up being their quarterback next year because he can make the throws that Hurts cannot. And I and I'll go one other on you on you, buddy. If Lane Kiffin were still the offensive court, if he'd been the offensive coordinator in that game last year, Clemson would have lost. And if Lane Kiffin were the offensive coordinator still at Alabama, Alabama, I would take them every single time. Um, and, and, I, and I'll throw a question at you real quick before I go here. Okay, Dabo beat, has beaten Urban Meyer. He's beaten... Nick, he lost a he lost a heartbreaker to Nick the year before in the championship game. He's back in the championship game for a second straight. He, you know, he got back to the championship game for a second straight year and beat Alabama last year. He's in the playoffs this year, and if he beats Nick Saban, he will have beaten Urban Meyer and Nick Saban twice. Will if he does that? Are we looking to say, hey, this is the best football coach in America? I know that Nick's, uh, Nick's got you know those four championships, but, hey, Dabo was at Clemson, and he kind of built Clemson from nothing. Nick was at Alabama, and let's face it, Alabama, uh, you, don't have to sell, you don't have to do a lot of salesmanship because of their traditions and everything. Yeah, so make a case would, would, would we ha- say that – that Dabo, if he beats Nick on this one and then wins that national championship, it, does he become the guy that we say is the best well, coach in, he, in college football? Yeah, it's funny how all of a sudden Nick Saban wouldn't be necessarily the greatest anymore, although he will be because his longevity over a period of time. He's done it one of the two schools, and of course this would be he's still got five national championships. He's had his team playing for the title so many times. So, But you're right. Uh, all of a sudden Dabo is now on the scene now. Hey, by the way, I saw a tweet today, and I posted it, uh, from Jacob Copeland, the wide receiver that uh, Florida would like very much. And you said you thought Florida had a chance at him. Now, he apparently was offended that FSU kind of cooled on him once Jimbo left because he tweeted as such. 
And Copeland is, from all I gather, I guess a four-star guy that could really be help his ball club. I don't know that. I'm not an expert on Cook, but what everybody, the experts say, he is apparently a diverse, much desired player. Tennessee's after him. He, he tweeted something today about how impressed he was with Billy Gonzalez spending the time to look at film and to talk about his footwork, which he was very proud of. So uh, you said you thought Jacob Copeland might be a Gator, and based on what we're seeing there, that, that indicates to me he might be leaning that way. I believe so, and, and I can tell you something else. He's from a, he's from a little old school called the Scambia High School. Mm -hmm. I know a guy went there. The team named, and, and, and yeah, there's a pretty good player came out of a yeah. Scambia in the past. That Emmett guy. Mm -hmm. Now, now, guess what the team name of the Scambia of the Scambia High School is? Well, it ought to be the Emmets, but it's, but it's not. Well, they probably you know they might change it that someday, but right now. As of this moment, they are the Escambia Gators. Yeah, how about that? And there's that old saying, once you're a Gator, you're always a Gator. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> All right, Francis, I, very I, good, I, very good, sir. Excellent job. Think, Appreciate it very much. And uh, and you have a wonderful weekend, and we may see you before the weekend's over. Well, I'd be very, very happy if it did. You guys take care Happy New Year to you guys and Brendan. You know, give go. You know, go home and give that wife and that gorgeous little girl of yours a big hug too. Because you know, I'll tell you what. You another year goes by and and we can only you know we can't we can't take anything with us really from one year to the next. Where it's or every day is a new day. But one thing you got is is you got a you got you got a beautiful family there, and 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 that that's with you forever. Thank and buddy, you, friends. Yeah, I've kicked your coverage. I've told you so many. I've been telling you ever since I met you. Yeah, you out kicked your coverage with Miss Joni, so give her a hug too. All right, you bet, friends. All the best to you, and Merry Merry Christmas. I guess I can still say Happy New Year to you, my friend. Thanks a bunch. All right, friends, beer. Well, uh, always good to talk for friends. He's always in an upbeat mood. Um, so before we... Uh, we have to we project have... out to our cameras. Yeah. Our mics get here tomorrow. Yeah, well, so you need to talk. Uh, you can't talk down in your lap. You've got to project out to the folks in Kingdom. You're, really a, you're strict. For well, this. you know. Man, oh, man. Just, uh, sorry. Mics will be here tomorrow. Okay. We'll work on it. Uh, we're working progress. I can get closer to the phone or whatever. <clears throat> too many things in the way. We kind of got the speaker. I don't know what's phone to be in. I don't know. Hey, we're you know, we're working. It's a work in progress. Okay. Today. We're streamlining. Yeah. All right. Uh, folks, bear with us, okay? We apologize. Uh, I wanted to say, well, that, what did I want to say? Oh, we're special guest coming up. Brady Ackerman, who's a sideline reporter, does his show, Ackerman and Matthews, on WRUF. They've been off for a couple of weeks. Brady and I go back a long way. We go a long back way with uh, Brady and back in the days they used to stream his show. Yeah. Back in the hotel in downtown Gainesville, the roach-infested building, I guess we'd call it. Yeah. And uh, we started streaming, and they said, what are you doing? What is that streaming stuff, right? Right, right. And yeah, we, did that, we did that also from Trinity Catholic High School. So uh, yeah. a lot of X's and O's down there history as well. There. So, yeah, exactly. History. Yeah. So um, how you doing, son? I'm good. You good? Yeah. You got to go out of town tomorrow. Yeah, headed to Bradenton tomorrow. Uh -huh. Uh, yeah. Doing a uh, combine down there, high school combine. Oh, that's right. You're going to do that thing, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah. Bradenton, East Bradenton, I think. Okay, East yeah. Bradenton. I'm not sure where that is. Yeah. To call my brother Bill and find out. He yeah. would know that answer yeah. to that. Yeah. Well, it's been it's been a good week, and uh, we've got a lot of rest. 
time to go to work. And what do you call it? Making donuts? Well, they always say from the old commercial, time to make the donuts. Yeah. So, I mean, it gets up yeah. like crack of dawn and yeah. then work a 15-hour day and then come home. So that's what I'm Income. doing tomorrow. Making donuts tomorrow. Yeah. Scott Bradley's calling you right now. Yeah, I'm about to. Look at that. Yeah. He's oh, FaceTiming you. He is FaceTiming me. He missed a time call. We'll call Scott back in a little is bit. Is he FaceTiming you? Is that normal? No, I think he made a mistake on it. He butt, butt FaceTimed you? Well, we'll try him here in a minute. That's a thing? Um, I'll be glad while you talk and tell people about the t-shirts, I'll try to call him if he's there. Oh, there's nothing to know. We made some t-shirts. They might suck. They might not. Hey, 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 hey. This is how you sell. I'm not, we're not here to sell t-shirts. But why did you work so you hard? You and the t-shirts. I, because everyone kept asking about the t-shirts. And so I uploaded the logo to the bonfire site. The link's on the front. You can get a hoodie, a short sleeve. You can get the black ones, but I don't think the black ones really worked out. Really for the white, and there's some gray in there that are kind of cool. Hey, if you don't like them, cool. Uh, we couldn't go with the Dilly Dilly copyright issues, so we went to stay loyal to the kingdom. No. Uh, you know, uh, that's pretty much it. I know people say you want news, but folks, there just isn't any news. This is the best. The news that you just heard is the news. That's it, pretty much. A little bit of recruiting here and there, what have you. Ball game. I didn't have a final score on, on, on the... Uh, well, I do. It's in the other room. Uh, and uh, I'm going to just give a real quick call to Scott and see if he answers and see if he'll go on for a second, maybe he can give us a rundown. We're going to be off this weekend and back on the gear He's again next come week. Up under Bluetooth. Yeah, it's okay. Um, Hotline call. Right. Here we are. Okay, 55, you're on the air, buddy. I got you live on the Buddy Martin Show online on Facebook. How you doing? I'm just doing fine, watching Fox News. Did you happen to see the A&M final? I watched it right up to the end. And um, did you see the final score? A&M and uh, Wake Forest? I didn't see it. I did not see the okay. final score. Okay. No, I did not. So. Well, the main thing I wanted to do, I wanted to do, was say Happy New Year to you. That was why I called you on the air here. If you folks don't know who Fifty Five is, one of the all-time great Gators, Scott Brantley. Uh, certainly the greatest athlete ever come out of this neck of the woods and one of the great players in the Gators. And people forget, he only spent 10 years in the NFL. How do you spend 10 years in the NFL? And by the way, I heard more about your boy today. I hear he may be moving and he's going. You probably know more about this than your talent. I heard that uh, your Gruden is uh, in line and getting his staff together to be the coach of the Bucks. Again. Again. Again, how about that? Yeah, what do you think? Uh, yeah, I'll believe it when I see it. But, uh, you know, we went through that whole thing with uh, him going to Tennessee. And then he was on the short list at FSU. And, uh, you know, but, you know, he never got a phone call from anybody is what he told me. So I don't I, I don't, I don't believe nothing until I see it happen. So I hope he's able to. I, I tell you what, Dan, and I talk to him weekly, you know, two or three times a week sometimes, but it's, he he is so, and he's making more money than he could ever spend in a, in a three yeah. lifetimes, you know, doing Monday night football, but yet at the same time, he wants the everyday grind. You know, I know he has that thing on Monday night football, you know, Gruden's Grinders. Well, he's the biggest grinder I've ever met. And he needs to be back in everyday head coach in the football team, and and it looks like that might happen. If it happens in Tampa Bay, I'll be I'll be happy as a lark. 
you were down there for his uh, for his deal he had when he was honored in that what they call it, Ring of Fame, whatever. He called your yeah, name out, mentioned it, right? Yeah, he did on the yeah at the fifty yard line at halftime Monday Night Football. Well, he he mentioned the old guys that came before him, and he mentioned Jimmy Giles and Leroy Selman and Hugh Green and uh, you know a couple like that. So I mean, it was it was it was pretty touching. I mean, I was I was watching it live and saw it, and then then my phone blew up, and people said, "Man, did you see what Gruden said about you?" So it was it was. It was nice. He said, the reason I'm in coaching is for those guys that came before me, and I was just happened to be one of them. Yeah. All right, Scott, I'm not going to keep you too long here. just want to make a quick call. Any thoughts about uh, Southern Cal tonight, coached by the son of a former Gator, uh, and Ohio State, coached by yeah. Urban, a friend of yours? I know. I, I love it. I love both those guys. They are true great friends and uh, friends for life. Kim Helton, the, the father of uh, Clay. I remember when Clay was in diapers. I mean, that's how old I am. So uh, but to see his success kind of flourish out there in L.A. of all places. He's a southern guy as there could be, but uh, sometimes opposites attract, yeah. you know. Heck, we, University of Florida, we attracted the guy from New Hampshire, you know. <laughs> so yeah, there you go. Down, you know, so, so I'm, I'm happy for both those guys. Great game tonight. And by the way, fifty-five, fifty-two, Wake Forest has beaten our SEC boys. Right oh boy, another loss. I just see that. I saw it's tied fifty-two all, and uh, SEC may go. Uh, not have may have uh, like a three and six record this year. You know the way things are going. So um, yeah, not stuff, good. Not going well there. <laughs> well, I'm happy New Year, you and Mary and everybody. Uh, Scott, we'll get together after the holidays are over and grab a bite to eat at Brooklyn's or whatever. And uh, catch up on everything. We'll we'll get all that done. I promise you, we got time. So uh, yeah, Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year to everybody and all your great listeners out there, buddy. I know they enjoy your time with them. So um, and, and I do myself. So God bless you and and America and um, and go Gators. All right, the great Scott Bradley. Thank you, Scott. Appreciate it, buddy. All right, man. Really good person right there. Yeah. Uh, yes, I'll give They don't get any better, Scott Bramley, I'm going to tell you. Got a little misty on that one. Yeah. God bless and go. God bless America yeah, and go, go Gators. Get yeah. Dilly, dilly. Tell, tell us you didn't like that one, Golly. folks. Golly. How, how about a dilly dilly for Scott Bramley, right? How about that? Cheers. Yeah, folks, dilly, dilly, you, if you heard it, give me a dilly dilly. All right? Who else are we going to call on your phone today? Good God. Yeah. Well, what about now Brady Ackerman's halfway to Jacksonville? Shall we try him and find out what he knows? Buzz him, call him. Let's ask the kingdom. Do you want Brady Ackerman? Of course they, they want, know. I don't know. They want Brady Ackerman. They do? Of course they want Ackerman. I don't know. We'll find out. I'd like to ask the kingdom. you got to talk to the camera if you want the kingdom. I'm trying to read it. I can't do this and this and this and this. It's tough. Why are you it's so, tough. Why are you so hard on me? It's tough. I wasn't this hard on you raising you. Um, I, well, Man. you know, you were too busy watching sports. <laughs> For a living. <laughs> Susan says, call Brady. All right, All right excuse me, because you said so. Because you call, we're calling. All right? We're going to call Brady yes, right now. Yes, call Brady. Yes, everybody says yes, yes, yes. We got it. Well, i like to know. We like are to... not that interesting. The kingdom has spoken. Yes, and we're not interesting. Your guests well, are that's true. We're not. Your guests are interesting. Right. That's true. All right. Buzz them up. I'm trying to, you know what I'm trying to do right now? So yeah. I'm trying to post the link in the chat room. Yeah. Yeah, let's do this. 
I'm, I, you know what you are? You're in charge of t-shirts and wine, okay? That's it. That's, that's all it. I've ever pretended that's all to, be need in to be in charge of. Let's see if uh, we can get a hold of the great Brady Ackerman, who's on his way to Jacksonville as we speak. Hello? Right now. He, he was, he was, of course, he was there. Uh, let's see. Hello? I think this would be Brady Ackerman live right now, if he's available. Mr. Ackerman, uh, this is uh, yeah. CBS New York calling. Well, I've been waiting 20 years for you guys to call. What happened? <laughs> How quick can you get here? We have an opening. Well, I don't know. The way things have been going on at CBS the last few months, I think I'll just stay here in Ocala. It might be safer, <laughs> for sure. Happy New Year, Brady. Happy New Year, buddy. Yeah, I'm excited. Happy New Year to you guys. Excited for, uh, you know, to turn the calendar to 2018 and, uh, uh, obviously, when you talk about Florida football, look forward to get back to being in a bowl game. Uh, it's weird. Two, two times in five years, I haven't been to a bowl game, so this just shouldn't happen at Florida, and uh, I don't think it's going to be like this again. I thought uh, I thought Coach Mullen had it right when I think I asked him the question about uh, in the press conference about uh, what's an advantage not having to go to a bowl game because he would recruit more. And he says, I don't know. I'm pretty used to being playing in a football game this time of year. Seven straight right at Mississippi State. At Mississippi State now, we're not talking about LSU. So, yeah, I think you're right. That's uh, It seems odd, doesn't it, that they're not in the postseason? It is. And, I, and here's the thing. Here's the, not only is it odd, I mean, obviously next year they're going to have to go through the balancing act that all these teams have had to go through this, through this year with getting ready for a bowl game and recruiting and this early signing period and everything that was so chaotic last week where Florida could just focus on the early signing period. The other thing it does, um, you know, a lot of times bowl practices, we talk about extra work for young guys, this, that, and the other. And sometimes they're kind of, that's a little bit blown out of proportion because, you know, it's, it's you still got to get ready for a game and they're not high intense practices, but they're workouts. These kids haven't had a structured workout since uh, the Florida State game. With the football team, you know, structured. Uh, they got, I, I would say they had about a week, and then they had finals. You know, my son's on the team, and they can't go in the weight room without uh, proper people there. So they can't even go on their own. They have to go work out on their own at the gyms or at home or whatever. So these kids will come back when Dan Mullen gets his hands on them and really have been a month without a strength coach or, you know, somebody kind of steering them in the right direction. Now, some of these guys will keep themselves in decent shape. But the reality of it is the one thing about having a bowl game, even if it's, you know, Independence Bowl or whatever, at least it's keeping your team together, and then your team can then work out with trainers and strength coaches. But since there was no bowl game, they couldn't, so they've done nothing since uh, Dan Mullins and I as far as getting in the weight room. Some people don't know that your Brendan, he's got a son named Brendan also, is playing as a playing for the Gators. He's a linebacker, and uh, he was, uh, he's, he's, uh, was a walk-on, and and had a pretty good first year. It's tough out there. You would know about this when you're not one of the A on the A listers, you know. And so, update us on Brendan yeah. and how he's doing. Well, you know, he obviously redshirted this year, but um, uh, you know, he did. He, he showed up. Uh, the coaches that were there uh, paid attention to his name. You know, he obviously was very physical at practice. He got scout team player of the week one week, which was uh, you know that's hard to get. Um, when you have a lot of scholarship guys too on uh, on uh, scout team, so he he showed up and uh, he dressed for the home games and uh, you know he had a great meeting after the season. Uh, Dan Mullen sat down with all the team, uh, the every player on the team one on one, every player, 
uh, and and got to know him a little bit, and he knew a little bit about my son when he walked in there because he did his homework, which I can't say the other staff had done that um, as much, you know. And so I thought that was kind of cool, and um, you know, I think Dan's uh, already winning these kids over, and not just my son, but all the kids with the way he's handled things and the transition. Anytime you have a new coach, you know, it's funny. He's covered all these different coaching changes and stuff at Florida and so forth. The new guy doesn't have to be completely different than the other guy, but there are certain buttons that he has to push to earn the kids' buy-in sooner than, than later. Urban was great at that. Other guys weren't so good at that. And so I think Dan Mullen is, knows how to push the right button to get these guys to buy in sooner than later. And I, I can see that in the locker room. I can hear that from my son and, and some of his teammates. Yeah, you remember what Urban did. He came in and took the alligator, took the gator out of the locker room his first year. They had to earn it back. You know, he took things away and then had him earn everything back. And uh, he, of course, started the stripe, which I thought was great, taking the stripe off a of freshman, those kind of things. He believed in earning your way back. That was one of the secrets to his success, in my opinion. You could get a clear path pretty much to Urban, unless you got into the doghouse and got in trouble. Then it wasn't so clear sometimes. But uh, uh, I understand that... Uh, I found out a little information about Coach Meyer and uh, Emory Jones, which I don't want to put too much out there because I don't want to say anything bad about Emory Jones. I like the like the guy very much. I like I like the I like the Mike Mullen pull the pull the chestnuts out of the fire with that guy. It's a huge get. But apparently there was some issue about a tweet that Emory Jones sent out when he was after visiting Columbus. Have you heard about that? No, I have not. And um, nothing would surprise me in this day and age uh, with regards to social media and how things are perceived, um, you know, between the recruiting process of one school to the other. Right. Um, I think ultimately uh, the bottom line is that it's a guy that looks like it fits what Dan Muller wants to do, whether he's the guy of the future or not, who knows. But at least he's got somebody yeah. that can come in here and compete because he doesn't have anybody on campus right now that can do that. And I think he'll coach up these guys really well and he'll do what he's got to do. But, you know, he's going to go out and, and pile these guys on top of each other that, that, that fit his system. And um, and when he hits the home run and gets a Dak Prescott or Nick Fitzgerald, you're going to have a big year at Florida. Maybe have it year after year after year. Yeah. So uh, the fact that however it ended up that he got him, um, it certainly at least, but, you know, and the other thing about recruiting, buddy, and you're doing, doing this with your show and stuff, and you're in the middle of it every night when y'all are doing these shows, these people are about, you probably had to talk to 50 people off the ledge after Corral decommitted, but you and I both know Matt Corral's not the future quarterback mm-hmm. at the University of Florida. There's no way he was going to be the future quarterback. Right. But if the recruiting class goes down, people want to see some excitement. They want to win this. I mean, we keep a score, so they want to win this. And they want to have the quarterback of the future, whether it's Emory Jones or whoever. And so for the, from a fan's perspective, it was it was a great pull for Dan Mullen, and we'll see if it works out on the field. But it, it was a better fit than Matt Corral, there's no question. It's a great point, Brendan. Remember that night when Corral decommitted, and people started calling him decommit Dan. And- oh, I was going to turn on the show and just play Enya for 20 minutes so everyone could just chill out and have a moment. <laughs> it was really bleak to a lot of people. And, you know... And, and you've been through these things. You've been a coach. You know what it's like anytime there's a coaching change. And there are good days and bad days. But, you know, there was no question. Some momentum had to be built and built in a hurry. And for that, I will always have a great respect and admire 
what Mullen did and how he did it, how he pulled it together so fast. I don't know how it all worked out, but I think it really was, I wouldn't call it a miracle. I'd just say it was a, a tremendous yeah. uh, happening that happened there. And just, he, he brought it back. He was like, he was down three touchdowns yeah. in the fourth quarter, you know? Hard work, hard work. They were everywhere. They're doing a, a, a much, it, it, they're doing a much, I don't want to say much better job. It's a different approach and a more aggressive approach yeah. to recruiting than we've seen the last three years. And you yeah. can just look at the guys that have been offered and since we've been on, since recruiting stopped. I mean, since the 20th, they've offered like 50 kids. And um, they've been wow. all over the place and on the phone with people. So yeah. um, hard work, something that he learned from Urban. Um, you know, they, you know as well as I do that when Urban was here, he was cutting-edge recruiter. Uh, and he had Gonzalez on that staff. He had Evansy on that staff. And he had Dan Mullen on that staff. And he was cutting-edge when it came to recruiting. That they, You know, people always talked about how hard Ron Zook worked. Well, Ron Zook did work hard. Ron Zook went out and got after it. But Urban was cutting-edge. I mean, he was detail-oriented before – even uh, Nick Saban could build a legion of people to do the work that Urban had done. He had books and stuff done on that staff, and he didn't have near the extended staff that Saban has. So, um, all that had to rub off on Dan Mullen. But here's the question I have for you guys real quick. Yeah. The Matt Corral, you talked about the night that it happened. The rumor that I heard was that Corral and his dad showed up at the Loyal Kingdom and handed Brendan a bottle of wine, and so he sent him to Old Miss. Uh, is that yeah, true? That was it. Was it was it was a bottle of wine. It was all vinegar. It was a nice spice mead. I sent him to the pit of misery. Lots of wine. Lots of wine. I was pissed. Hey, what's Dilly Dilly? Dilly <laughs> to the pit of Dilly misery. Dilly, Dilly, right. Hey, what's the what's the sort of rumor that guys had to seek outside? Like conditioning help during the McElwain. What's it all about? Did you? Is that even real? Oh, I think it's real. And and and, you know, um, here's the deal. And and, and the high school has gone. Football has now gone specialized, like baseball has uh, and basketball has, with AAU and and mentors and trainers and you know people to work you out, you know, like you have a pitching coach if you're a baseball guy. Your high school coach can't be good enough. You have, like, travel ball. And then your travel ball, you got a pitching coach if you're a pitcher. So you got all these different things. Well, football guys have figured out, um, ex-players have figured out that they can train kids better than the high school coaches can. And so guys are using these um, people in high school and using these uh, these you know, athletic performance places to get themselves ready to go to college. And then at college, they use it to go to the pros, um, usually after their career is over. But, um, yeah, that doesn't surprise me that some guys worked out. I think it was like Tim Montgomery was a former track athlete. Um, Look, you know, that that ain't going to happen going forward. But there are guys when when they get done – their agents steer them towards these people that help them win the drill, win the 40-yard dash drill, win the agility drill, this, that, and and, and so many other things. But, uh, you know, I, I, McElwain's a pretty laid-back guy, and, uh, you know, I think he he had a, he had just he wasn't an attention-to-detail guy when it came to that kind of stuff, which was a little bit surprising. Kind of looks like, and I hate to generalize, or I hate to rip a guy when he's gone behind his back, but uh, I don't think Mac had his, for a guy who came in saying, I'm going to be involved in everything and touches my desk, that's why he's opening press conference, indicated he would be involved in everything. He didn't have a, he didn't have a grip on some things. And that was one of them, apparently. So uh, I don't know what was going yeah. on there. I'm not sure. but 
Yeah. It, uh, look, the, the reality is that um, you know it was a loose it was a loose ship. I think it we can all agree with that. Yeah. I mean, you don't get guys you don't get guys in trouble in this, uh, and this and and doing things like this report right. and so forth. It wasn't a loose ship, and that mm. that um, you know maybe he delegated. And the delegation um, didn't. He wasn't a micromanager, and by not micromanaging, that delegation didn't work. Right. I don't know, but you know, I like Coach Mack. He's a good dude. Gave my son an opportunity to get to Florida, so I have nothing bad to say about him. But I do think that Dan Mullen is pushing all the right buttons. I do like. I, I do think the strength coach is the most important hire. In 1995, I went to the National Coaching Convention with Hal Mummy in Dallas, Texas, and I went to hear Tyrone Willingham the head coach of Stanford speak, and I was so excited to hear him speak. And he got up there, and I go, what is he going to talk about? I got my pen, I got my paper out. I'm a young, like a young Buddy Martin scribe back in the 70s. You got your glasses, you're ready, spiral notebooks. Yep, yep, everything. Got the hat, Buddy had the hat on back then, those little newspaper writers. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Press, press. He goes, guys. Who's the most important hire on your staff? And of course, I'm offensive guy. I go, offensive coordinator. You know, I end up, I'm going, right here, you got to hire an offensive coordinator. If you can't score, you can't win. He said, strength coach. Number one important guy. Spends more time with your kids than anybody else. So you got to, hopefully, and I believe this guy, Nick Savage, done a good job. You look at Mississippi State, they're bigger than we are. They're stronger than we are, it looks like, on the hook. I think if he can do that, what he's done at Mississippi State with Florida, I think we'll be in good shape. What kind of coach is Percy Harvin, our assistant, whatever, recruiting guy, strength, strength and conditioning slash volunteer do? Well, I think, um, I you know, again, I think anybody that's associated with Dan Mullen and, uh, and Florida's past will help bring credibility to the program sooner than even his success at Mississippi State. Uh, guys know who Dak Prescott is, but guys really know who Percy Harvin is. Guys really know who Tim Tebow is. Guys know um, where those rings are, and these guys were still identify with them. Uh, these guys were eight, what, seven, eight, nine years old, um, so they understand um, that type of uh, name and recognition. And having that around, I think, brings credibility to your program. Brings get uh, kids excited, um, and uh, you know, certainly. Anytime you can have ex-players around, it's a lot easier sell for your program. That's one thing that the last staff didn't have around that they needed more of. Your ex-players can sell your program better than any assistant coach can. I promise you. All right? Now, that doesn't mean an assistant coach ain't a great recruiter, but having ex-players around, they know everything. They know, and especially when they won championships with you and been a part of something that you did and was a part of here under Urban, um, any of those type of guys around, I think, is a win-win. And I think Florida is one of the programs in the country that does probably the worst job of having their ex-players around. They really do. And and I'm excited if Dan Mullen can bring some guys back. I think that would be great. For a program of Florida stature to not have more ex-players involved, whether it's coaching on the field, off the field, or in the support areas, um, that's disappointing. That's just well, you know, Terry Jackson was a part of the program with Will Muskamp. Yeah, um, he was not retained. He was not retained. Uh, but Terry Jackson was a good guy to have around. I want to say maybe Urban brought him in. And, and Urban did. Muschamp Urban brought in this. Yeah, yeah. The director of football. Yeah, Urban right. brought in Terry Jackson. Muschamp was smart enough to keep him around, and yeah. then the new staff comes in and he's gone. So yeah. you know, to me, that 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 can happen. And I, I anything that Dan does like that, and I think he gets it. Um, he knows how important those players are to fans, yeah. too. 
I mean, you know, yeah. the fans like to see that their their players are around. Yeah. So, uh, uh, hopefully that that'll be a good thing going forward. All right, Brady Ackerman, the Ackerman and Matthews show, which we listen to here religiously at ten o'clock, and we every day there. in my office, yeah. I turn it on and back back on on the yeah, air we, again. We've been on vacation. We've been on a sabbatical. Yes, you have. We've been have. on the Buddy Martin summer sabbatical. You have yes. definitely been you know on a sabbatical. Two weeks in the summer, Brendan. Yes. That two weeks in the summer, Brendan, where Buddy says he's going on a sabbatical and you can't even get a hold of him. Or yeah, he goes dark. He's at he the beach somewhere where you don't know where. Undisclosed <laughs> location. He's like, he's gone, man. He's up in Cross Creek somewhere. You can't Off find him. He's gator hunting. <laughs> he goes gator hunting that time of year. I didn't see much too much yeah, of Brady in the last gone. two weeks, by the way. Brady's been dark for about two weeks. Just so you know. It's about yeah. He's on assignment. No, no, he's in the dark. Full That's lines. He's on assignment. I've been in the dark. I'm coming back into the light. He's I'm in gonna, the dark. I'm going to yeah. grab the dilly-dilly and, and get after it on Tuesday. All right, I'm going to ask you a couple of questions so I'll let you go. I don't want you to get okay. used up your Wait, the first question is, have you gotten your T-shirt yet? That, that stay stay loyal to the kingdom T-shirt. If you haven't, Brady. you me? Brady, if you haven't gotten your T-shirt, we have hoodies, long sleeves, and short sleeves. Uh, uh, ladies tight shirts and uh, and coming probably some onesies if you're having any children. Hey, he doesn't even have uh, the, the shirt. You don't have the shirt I had you made the Ocala Quarterback Club and paid for out of my own pocket. Because I, I, I'm not an Ocala Quarterback you yeah, know, Not you, him. Brady's oh. got one. All right. All right. He's Listen. got one. So, but he's been so dark he hasn't been around. The point is, is Brady can get himself a Stay Loyal to the Kingdom Buddy Martin exclusive yeah. t-shirt if he goes on the Buddy it. Martin show right now in Long Island. Hey, I am. I'm done. I'm getting one. Okay. Well, all right, you got to have one for, yeah, for the next Christmas. The, the Kingdom is speaking. They have questions for you, Brady. Yeah. Uh, let's talk a little about recruiting. There's going to be short answers. I read, uh, I talked about Jacob Copeland earlier. We had Franz Beardone talked about Ryan, Wyatt Rector, the kid from Leesburg. A couple thoughts. And this is, this is what I'm hearing we're not reading Twitter. Uh, Jacob Copeland, the receiver, I guess he's a four-star. Uh, quite supposed to be quite good. Uh, he was he's in Florida, a little bit Alabama, FSU, I guess it was. No, I'm sorry, Tennessee. And uh, he apparently has dusted off FSU. Uh, said they just that kind of blew him off. And he's talking like he loves Gonzalez. Likes what Gonzalez said about it. Number one, what do you hear about Copeland? If anything, do you think he's going to be a Gator? Franz thinks he will. Do you think so? Yeah, you know what? I think he will, reading those comments. You know, you listen to it. Remember, he was committed or pretty much committed to Florida, was going to be a Gator, and uh, I think that this is a kid that, that had been targeted by the prior staff, but these guys have done a great job. I mean, if you've got an interest in Florida before, you're going to be interested in Florida now for sure. And when you look at what Florida's already added to the receiver equation, uh, with a kid out of uh, Grimes out of St. Thomas coming down from Ohio State, and then the Jefferson kid from Ole Miss, who's better than anybody Florida has on campus right now. The receiver position is getting upgraded massively uh, in a short period of time. So, yes, I do think he'll be a Gator. Okay. And uh, do you think there'll be a second quarterback in this bunch? And have you heard much about Wyatt Rector? And by the way, I'm not his agent. I don't know how good a player he is. I've watched him on film like everybody else. He appears to have some tools. Yeah. He's a big guy, throws the ball pretty well, good numbers, but I don't know how good he is compared to others out there. Number one, do you think Wyatt Rector might be on the radar in the second go because a lot of the quarterbacks are gone? And secondly, um, uh, do you think they'll take a second quarterback? 
They already got a second one today, by the way, you know, for 2019. Did you hear about that? Yeah, yeah. no. Yeah. I've been driving to Jacksonville. Yeah, well, the United, I work the tax player ball game tomorrow. <laughs> well, how do you say the quarterback's name in Alabama? Tagovailoa, is that how you say it? Tagovailoa? You know who the guy is? Yeah, the second string? Yeah, he's not well, going to try to yeah. say it. This is his brother from Alabaster, Alabama. Okay. Committed to Florida 2019 class. So whatever, whatever yeah, it's for. Yeah, he's floating up. He's going to get yeah. two every year. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think he takes two. I, I think he'll take two. Uh, at record, I, I don't know if he's a, he makes a lot of sense. He's in the backyard. He was committed to Virginia. My son played against him for a couple of years at Forest High School, so I know a lot about this kid. Yeah. Uh, big kid, built like Tebow, throws it around the yard a bunch. Uh, you know, you could probably, you know, I, I think uh, he might be a little bit of a project from the standpoint of he's not as highly rated as some of these other guys. But he was committed to Virginia. He's a Division One prospect, and he's in your backyard. You need guys. You need some new blood. And you need some guys that can run your type of offense. And he ran that style of offense. They threw it a lot this year at Pittsburgh. But his sophomore year, he ran the ball a lot. Quarterback power before he got hurt uh, towards the end of the season. Uh, very, very good runner with the ball in his hands. And he's also developed into a nice thrower. So I think he'd be a good second pick. I think he, it'll be interesting to see what these guys that are on campus do. Um, after spring football, the Kyle Trask and, and, and five yeah. guys that, yeah. that may or may not fit. Yeah. You don't think Felipe Franks is going to throw in the towel. He's going to compete. Uh, I remember last year, whenever uh, uh, Zaire came in, everybody gave it up and said, well, Zaire's going to be the guy. And I remember interviewing Franks and said, well, hold on a second. I don't plan to go anywhere. I'm going to compete for this job. So I like the kid's spirit. Yeah. What's wrong with Felipe Franks? I, he's a good athlete. He's a good kid. He, had, he throws the ball well. He didn't have a can't read defenses. What, what's wrong with him? Well, you just said it. Now, I mean, <laughs> he can't read defenses. He can't read defenses. <laughs> Whose fault is I mean, that? It's kind of hard to play that. But it's kind of hard to play quarterback, buddy, if you can't read it. <laughs> I know back when you were at Ocala High, you didn't have to read defenses. <laughs> they just but, uh, they drew they drew uh, it up in the dirt, Brady. Hey, I just dropped back and yeah. flung it, baby. That's all I did. Okay. Yeah. You just, I, mean, I, I think that. Um, I, it'll be fun to watch him in the spring. He's got all the skill set that Dan Mullen looks for. He runs better than people probably think. Um, but I, I don't know if he has the edge factor, and I, I, I'm not sure he does. Yeah. As a matter of fact, if I had to bet on a guy on this campus right now that has a chance to play, it'll be Jake Allen, which doesn't fit what Mullen does. But I think he's smart Jake enough Allen. and tough enough and competitive enough to be maybe a, a Tyler Russell-type guy. You know, Dan won some games with Tyler Russell uh, before he got Dak Prescott. And Tyler Russell was a thrower, uh, highly recruited. He was like, you know, he had to take him. I think he was a top prospect in Mississippi that year. Uh, wasn't a runner. But Dan used him. He won a lot of games with him and then kind of melted in uh, Prescott towards the end of Russell's career. And, uh, you know, he had, I think Jake Allen could be that guy uh, for Florida if uh, a freshman's not ready to be the guy day one. Yeah, the kid the other day they got from Ohio State. They played high school ball together, Jake Allen. So they know each other pretty well. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. Are yeah. You, where are you now? You are you in uh, are you in Callahan yet? No, no, no. I'm here. I made it to Jacksonville. We're oh, gonna, okay. gonna go to dinner with my folks. Gonna go to dinner with my okay. folks and get up early and go do the tax player okay. bowl uh, on national radio tomorrow. Oh, um, where, what the network is on radio? Uh, Touchdown Radio Network. Oh, that's so Frank, Frank Fangio's Yeah, that'll be across the country. Oh, all right, uh, well, listen, you have a good day. Hey, what was your favorite Christmas present, did you? 
Anything My good? favorite Christmas present? A shirt from us. Yeah. Well, you didn't get a shirt. Well, I didn't get one. I didn't get the shirt from They're you. They're not free, guys. Brady. But, uh, They're not free. You got to go on there and buy them. I know. My favorite Christmas present was this bowl game because I didn't get a bowl game for Florida. And if we don't work on the sidelines, we don't get paid. We're not Ooh. like you guys. We're oh. not contract, so We don't get paid at all. We have kids Christmas. I get paid in T-shirts. <laughs> yeah. So that's what there I There you get. go. Well, you're paid, you're paid handsomely. <laughs> dilly dilly. Dilly dilly. Have a good game tomorrow. Thank you. We'll talk. Look forward to hearing you and Shane on Tuesday. Okay, guys. See you, bye. Brady Ackerman. Brady Ackerman. Dilly dilly. dilly, dilly. A lot of people just writing stuff in here. By the way, whether it's McElwain or not, I understand we like to take shots at people, but I don't want to trash anybody, okay? He was a Gator coach or Gator whatever. I'll trash him for you. Uh, I'm not going to trash him. It's okay. Um, He's a horrible coach. Yeah. Well, I know he wasn't horrible. He just he got, went, he went to two SEC East. Now, there are guys who never came game without a sniff of going to the SEC East. But he, I mean, didn't do a, he didn't do a great job. He didn't tend the store, and he didn't he yeah. mind the store. He didn't, he didn't do a good job in the long run, and, and uh, didn't leave the program uh, as good as he, as he, as yeah, he found you know, it. Here's the danger in that. Every coach who comes in, the new coach, says the same thing. And I've heard it till I'm sick at the stomach. Because everybody who comes in, now takes over for, not everybody, almost everybody leaving. Boy, oh boy, this thing was a mess. It's a good thing I got here in time to rescue because this program was going down the tubes. I mean, I heard Will Muschamp say it, basically. Urban Meyer, like him or not, had, out of his recruiting classes, he had like, Four of them were like either one or two, maybe five of them, I don't know. Uh, and so how could you leave a program in disarray with no talent if you had the top recruiting classes? But Muschamp said, oh, this thing was a mess. It was all messed up. Yeah, there's no question last year got away from Urban because of his health. He should have left earlier, uh, a year earlier. But I just don't like coaches who come in behind other coaches. And I'm always going to say it was the other guy's fault. Like when you get a cable guy coming in to your house and said, I see what's wrong with your cable. Boy, the guy who was here last time screwed up. That's the problem. I That's like forgetting to hang your order, waiting tables, and then telling you the cook didn't make it. Right, exactly. Yeah, got it. You got it. Hey, we're going to podcast this episode, even though the audio is pretty trashed, but um, tomorrow we get some microphones, and hopefully things will get a little bit, sound a little bit better. They also look a little bit better and all that good stuff. So we up, start to upgrade our technology a little bit. Uh, excuse me. Hope you hope you can hear us okay tonight. We just <coughs> tried something a little different. Acapello. So. Um, uh, we have t-shirts if you want to buy them. They're uh, pinned to the top of the chat room. Also pinned to the top of the Buddy Martin Show page. Check them out. Hoodies. If we um, got to do a roll call, we could probably do that t-shirts. now. T-shirts. Roll call. And I can. Where think, are you? Where are you watching from? We can do a. We can do a. Re, we can rehash what yeah. was happening as a roll call. Well, I want you to re rehash the recruiting stuff. Uh, you talked to Franz Beard uh, a little bit about that. What did Franz have to say about? Uh, well, you you know both said the same thing, but yeah, I'll mention a couple of things here before I do that. A couple of people uh, wrote in here and said uh, uh, Jeff says he didn't think Franks would be the starting quarterback next season. Well, we don't either. But, I mean, uh, we don't know yet. It's going to, like Brady said, it's going to be an interesting spring to see what happens. Um, and we'll see what happens. Um, let's see. Uh, uh, Tommy Davis asked about uh, Jake Allen. Like Brady said, there's a lot of good reports about him. Until I see him, I don't know. Everybody wants Kadarius Tony. He'll be in the mix. He'll get some plays going. He will not be the quarterback. That's just my opinion. 
That's how I think, including, um, let's see, uh, John Stacy Freeman said Nussmeyer sucked bad. Yeah, he did have some bad games. Um, also, uh, Richie Robinson reported he was uh, back. Sorry, he was late. Uh, said uh, he's a perfect fit, uh, that Mullen's a perfect fit. Um, let's see, a couple other things here for the kingdom. Go ahead and start logging in. Give us your roll call out, and we're going to sign off in just a second. Any questions, we'll stick around afterwards. Yeah. If you want to fire up in the chat, we can do that. Yeah. Uh, thanks today to our executive producer, Stella Martin. Yes, that's your first credit. First credit, by the way. Yeah. Stella Martin, thank you. Great job making note cards, as you can see. Wow. Amazing. Amazing. I mean, genius level stuff. I think we stuff. should take a little curtain call, though, shouldn't we, here? Yeah, you want to come up here? Come up and see. Can we see who you are? Yeah. She's a big girl. She's not just some small girl. Yeah. Right. You get up in yeah. Dad's lap. Well, I tell them about this. Uh, a couple other comments here. Uh, thanks, Tommy Davis from beautiful Panama Beach, Panama City. Excuse me. Uh, Steve Flatman from from Palatka. Uh, Jeffrey Bennett from Arizona. Good show. Thank you. Susan Cunningham from Tampa. Uh, John Stacy Freeman from Lakeland. Uh, let's see, uh, Jennifer Lay, who's always been there. Jennifer, good to hear from you again. Uh, Orlando, Dilly Dilly, Go Gators. That Blaylock from Newberry. Uh, let's see, Carlos Salmon from, uh, says he thinks uh, Franks is a starter week one. Uh, Mullican work magic with him. Well, maybe. Uh, and on and on, Josh Ellis, thank you. Brian uh, Prentice is in Boston. He's from a... Uh, from here, what you got? She's just, she's oh, just giving you these oh, high-end cards. Okay, what do I need to do? Hold them up? No, I don't, they don't say uh, anything. It's buddy, a, is it, hold on. It's a dilly dilly. Is that dilly dilly? Can I, can I, all right, hold on. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Something, something home on your. On your dilly dilly. Good job, dilly okay. dilly. Yep, okay. that's dilly dilly. Yep, okay. I don't know what that is. Yeah. That's nothing, that's a dilly Good dilly. Good job, producer. Great job. Go. Great right. job. Anyway, finally, just to recap the show, as you go over, you can tell us who else called in, who was checked in. We had uh, Scott Brandon gave us a great shout out, made Brendan almost tear up. So God bless the Gators and the God bless America and uh, Go yeah. Gators. Very happy about John Gruden, his buddy, awesome. who said once again is mustering of forces to coach Tampa Bay Bucks, according to reports out there. And Scott knows him well. He says, "Well, here he goes again. I believe it when I see it." France has some interesting things today to, to say. Uh, he talked about how much he liked Oklahoma in the game. He thinks Oklahoma will win that game over Georgia. Uh, who do you like? Georgia. Not you, Georgia. And uh, we've also got Clemson, Alabama. I'm going to do something that I go against the grain. I'm going to take Alabama. I take Everybody, Alabama everybody's too. jumping Clemson. That's the, the proper trend. I'm going to Alabama there. I'm going to go Oklahoma and Baker Mayfield. I think Baker Mayfield is the man. So over uh, Georgia. Um, and then uh, Fran said, uh, let's see, he thought that uh, the quarterback we talked about, Wyatt Rector, would be in the second round and get a, would get a look at least in Florida. Uh, he thinks Jacob Copeland is going to be a Gator. Uh, what else did he talk about? Billy Gonzalez. So just that was the top of it. And then we also mentioned that we now think we know, thanks to one of our loyal members of the kingdom, that uh, Percy uh, is going to be a... Uh, uh, going to be a assistant coach or helper in the strength and conditioning staff. Uh, so we'll see about volunteer. That. Volunteer, yeah, volunteer unpaid, yeah. And the big news is 
The t-shirts are out. <laughs> Terrible. That's our big moves. Pretty blatant, isn't it? We're just trying to sell t-shirts. Uh, That's all we're doing. Do you do that for a living? No, I would love yeah. to sell t-shirts for yeah. a living. Yeah. You ever been to those t-shirt shops on the beach or in the mountains? Those guys don't look like they're having a bad day. Yeah, we could go out on the beach and sell them. But hey, I can't wait to get mine. I'm wearing my homemade one here at night. Yeah, you so, gotta get rid of that thing. You gotta ooh, get you uh, with the. Well, I'm gonna wear both, but uh, you know, I gotta say I do like it. So anyway, good job, Brendan. Good job, Stella. Give me five over here. Good job. I hope everybody uh, has a great weekend. Lots of football to watch. We'll check in sometime during the middle of the week, and uh, we want to get this. We want to get this one in tonight because uh, you know we haven't had a program here in about five or six days. I want to speak to the kingdom and. You guys are so great. Stay, what do I want to say? Stay loyal to the kingdom, right? Yeah. Order a t-shirt. More to come. More to come. News, once we start ratcheting it up here. And, uh, and yeah. dilly dilly. And dilly dilly. Stay in. If you have any questions in the chat, stay in. Happy New Year. We'll see you when we see you. We'll just hang around and watch for a minute. And uh, thanks very much for being see. out there. Yeah, Steve, we'll work on hats and visors. Mm. Visors would be cool. How do you like it, Sterling? It's very good. It's very good. All hail the king of Dilly Dilly, Richie says. Oh, thanks, guys. All hail. Like the new cars, by the way. Oh, yeah. Oh, Larry. Oh, those are hot, top notch. Jennifer Lay wants to do a whole clothing line. See that? Put her in charge of fashion. Make it up for us. We'll, make, uh, we'll do a suit and a coat and a hat and shoes. Do it all. Sit down. Sit down. Again, thanks to Red Star Valka Research and Daniel L. Hightower Lawyer. For being sponsors of our radio show. Appreciate that. CBS Sports reporting that Cutter is staying in Tampa, according to John Stacy Freeman. Okay, well, that could happen. Uh, you think we'll get another defensive back commit? Yeah, I think there will be one in there someplace. Jennifer says, Happy New Year, Brendan and Buddy. Sign me up. Okay, Jennifer. Brendan, sign her up. to be the fashion consultant. Susan Cunningham says, Happy New Year. Um, Nat Blaylock says, going to get my shirt when the show is over. All right, Nat. Way to go, buddy. I think we've already had, uh, we might have, we have to sell a minimum to keep it live, don't we? These people who do these shirts. <laughs> what? <laughs> what are you doing here to me? <laughs> oh, my word. Look what he's doing to me now. So look at this. Look at this. I don't have it on the computer. Um, well, it doesn't stay. Oh, there it's back again. Look. Oh, 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 I remember. <laughs> <laughs> there it is right there. Look. Oh, yeah. Where was that on New Year's Eve? Where was that on? Uh... Well, uh, we're using the phone now. We get all these fun toys to play with. Put some of these on. Oh, Stella's got one in there, too, I think. Where's Stella's? Oh, there's <laughs> Stella, get closer to Poppy. There it is. <laughs> Where's Stella's? Let's see hers. Put her some Santa suit on. I can't. I'm trying. Oh! <laughs> Wait a minute. 
Which fellow? Oh, there she is. Little Santa. You guys got to move in and out. You're, in this, you're too close. Woo. There's Poppy. Stella, yeah. Stella, put your face this way. Here it is. <laughs> you guys can't kill me. Daddy's silly, isn't he? Isn't he silly? There I am. Said, oh, look at you. The reindeer. <laughs> Ooh, look at Stella. <laughs> What kind of a producer is that? Snow in them is too, by the way. Oh. Okay. Yeah, I see it. Any more of the chat pretty much done? Yeah. You be careful out there, don't fall. You can slip off there and hurt yourself real bad. Yeah, all right. Tell, look up. Put your head up. Oh! <laughs> look at this. Look, look, over here. What are you doing? Over here, look. Oh, it's gone. My <laughs> 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 goodness, these are falling. <laughs> Too much fun with you guys. Ooh, look at this. Happy birthday. Whose birthday is it? Okay. All right. I'm seeing my here. Netflix, TV, dollar sign, future, dark side. What is that all about? <laughs> You're right. just having too much fun. All right. I have to turn this thing off now. <laughs> well, say goodbye, everybody. No, you ain't with the rain. Oh, look at me in the rain. <laughs> <laughs>